Ladies and gentlemen. Pacific Sound Radio. Hello and welcome to Pacific Sound Radio, your go-to source for everything happening in the Vancouver music scene. I'm James Olson. And I'm Travis Noel. Thank you for joining us on Super Bowl Sunday. We are live at the Save on Meats restaurant in East Vancouver. On this week's episode, we will be joined by Black Pontiac. Black Pontiac are a fun, freewheeling, and funky party rock band that have been a fixture in Vancouver's DIY community since their inception only a couple years ago. The band has played with some of our favorite local rock acts, including Sleepy Gonzalez, The Noodle Boys, Melt, and many more, and they are known for their rambunctious live performances. We're really looking forward to chatting with the band about their latest EP titled Pony Boy and what they have in store for 2020. Black Pontiac, who just joined us in the studio, How's it going, guys? Yo, awesome. Good. Very good. Amazing. Excellent. Uh, before we get started, let's do some introductions. Um, what's your name and what do you play? We'll just try and cycle around in whatever direction makes sense. Matt, start. I am Maddie, and I am the singer and vocal guy. Uh, I'm Sam, and I play drums. I'm Mac, and I play guitar. I'm Avery, and I play bass. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. So how did the band together... Rather, how was the Black Pontiac assembled? That's it, an excellent question. It, it started with a Black Pontiac and um, a campfire single. It started with a campfire. Um, Mac and I and a couple of friends. We played Danny California. Okay, well, we... Spoiler alert. We, <laughs> Jeez. We, we were hanging out, and then Mac just started playing, and there was this kind of there was this kind of energy going on. And someone was like, yo, Matt, you should, like... You should like sing something with Mac, and then we were kind of like, "Hey, this this kind of works. This kind of this this is cool." And so we just started getting together, writing really shitty songs, and then eventually they got progressively less and less shitty. And we added Avery and and Sam in the mix, and you know, here well, <laughs> well we're, we're you Sam know eventually. We, we, eventually we got the Avery eventually, and um, uh, yeah, here we are. Of all the car brands and models to choose from, what made you settle on the Pontiac? Well, I, in, in my senior year at high school, I, I got a, a Pontiac Sunfire, a 2001 model, and um, it was just a crappy car, but I loved it so much. We called her Bl- Big Black. Yeah, Big Black, and um, it, it broke down a while ago, but it was just the best car, and it was a, it was a, a manual stick shift, and it was just so fun to drive. And so, and it's a cool name, Black Pontiac. It just it just rolls off the tongue well, so that's why we called it that. That it does. Yeah, and uh, you said that uh, you said the car unfortunately is out of commission now. Yeah, I was. <laughs> it broke down like three times last year before it actually really broke down. But I was driving up this. I was driving up Mountain Highway in North Van, and it just broke down. I started rolling backwards Uh-oh. back down the hill, <laughs> and then I was like, Yeah, I should probably stop. Driving. I'll just sell it for the parts. No kidding. Um, what bands have you guys played in before Black Pontiac, and what separates this band from your previous projects? I, I, I don't think we've ever we played in no, any. Dick all. Like, we, we haven't played in any other bands. I mean, Mac and I was in, was in kind of like a family van with our dad, uh, but uh, 
yeah, it wasn't really an official band or anything. So this is the first thing. I was in uh, I was in choir. I was in choir guy. too. Yo, were you? choir yeah. for how long? Four years. Three for years. four years, you were in choir, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't know about this. <laughs> yeah. Did anyone ever grade know about this? It's an elementary school. Shakes man. his head. Do you currently do any backing vocals or? We do gang vocals, like Beastie Boys kind of okay. type things. Like oh. in uh, Green Lipstick, you can kind of hear Mac, it. Mac, you got some backup vocals. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, November State of Mind. Oh, yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Figured we'd, yeah, I mean, the two guys that are doing choir, who've got choir experience <laughs> in the band. Makes sense. Absolutely. So. It's the natural order of things. <laughs> Mac, I just did choir for the field trips, okay? <laughs> for the field trips. <laughs> he'll never yeah, admit so it. Far. He's got the voice of an angel. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> I, well, I, I'll kind of admit that uh, I did high school. I did high school band, and I unwisely thought I'd stick with clarinet. Should have picked saxophone, mm. but I, I did manage to go on a few different trips, which was nice. Got to go to Cuba. What? what? Yeah. Oh. Wow. The saxophone is a sexy instrument. Yeah, clarinet not not so much. <laughs> Can be used well in certain things. I don't but... even know what the uh, clarinet sounds like. <laughs> but I'd be interested to. Here, I, I, I know what a saxophone sounds like. It sounds so sexy, but I've never heard. I don't think I've ever heard a clarinet. Are, are you familiar with the um, uh, Peter and the Wolf? No. Okay, never mind. I won't use that as an example. But or, well, you could look it up. Uh, there's like this musical thing called Peter and the Wolf that I remember hearing as a little kid, um, and all of the animals that this kid named Peter interacts with uh, are associated with different instruments, um, and I know. One like a bird is the the bird that he talks with is a is a flute. I can't remember. There's one animal that's an oboe, and there's a the, like the cat is a clarinet. That's so creative. That's yeah. so cool. I can't remember what the what instrument the wolf is, but like the wolf is supposed to be some sort of something menacing, probably like a tuba or something, <laughs> something big and discordant. Anyhow. Um, so, I guess, did you guys, because uh, it sounds like uh, Black Pontiac kind of came together a little bit of a spur-of-the-moment sort of thing. Did you any of you, have, like, have aspirations to go, like, yeah, we totally want to, I totally want to, like, get a band together and, and start playing, or was it kind of more like, oh, yeah, let's, let's just start a band? I, th- I don't think we really started with any ambition at all. We were both in school. Yeah. Yeah. We, just, we just wanted to make some dope shit. It was just so. really fun. Yeah, it was. Like, at first, it was just about it being fun. And then we, when we started actually writing songs later on, that started to, we were like, wow. Like, that, that's we're, kind we're of... pretty fucking like, dope. That, that could be really fun to play live. And now it's... Now, the writing the songs and getting excited to, like, show fans those songs on stage is, like, super, super fun. And it, and it pays off when you get to, when you get to show the fans um, what we made. It's not easy. It's not easy being the best band in Vancouver, <laughs> but we managed. Get that on a banner. <laughs> Just have like uh, have an MC introduce yourselves as that every time you play. The best band in Vancouver. In Vancouver tonight. Tonight. <laughs> Who are uh, some of the artists that have uh, served as a source of inspiration for the band? Mm. I know you mentioned Chili's, which. I didn't find very surprising <laughs> at all, but... Uh, BC Boys is another Beastie one. Just Boys. the raw energy and just, like, the feeling when you listen to it, you just want to punch someone in the fucking face. I mean, I think that's <laughs> the, the feeling we're going for with Green Lipstick, for sure. I, feel, I like uh, Pharrell. I th- with, his, with his songwriting, definitely, he's just, like, 
Um, he's really good with coming up with catchy melodies and making really fun songs, and I think we've tried to take that a little bit of that as well. Mac, you're a big Stevie Ray Vaughan guy, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. For like for for guitar tone, um, I definitely take. You, you can definitely hear a little bit of Jimi Hendrix and Stevie Ray Vaughan. So I think that's why people can draw uh, Chili Peppers is because of Matt and me, you know, because Frusciante's draws from Hendrix mm-hmm. too. So yeah, that really really clean, really precise. Yeah, yeah. Because you play a Strat, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. There we go. I play a, a, a Nash guitar um, with custom fender parts it's really it's got it's badass it's got a humbucker on the um bridge pickup it's really fun to play that's awesome um what are you guys currently listening to i like to kind of ask people that sometimes because i'm curious as to what they have on their playlists on their on their phones on their streaming platforms streaming accounts i should say i'm listening to a lot of the doors a lot of the doors i'm really into the doors right now i recently um dug up an old uh, Go-Go's record. You know the Go-Go's? Yeah. Like uh, that, the first one, um, um, Beauty and the Beat. It's so good. It's like, like, like you know the, the song, the, uh, we got the beat, we got the beat. You know that one? Yeah, oh. the, that whole record, fucking amazing. Just popped that in this morning. It was sick. But also Tyler. <laughs> Just as an afterthought. Just as an afterthought. <laughs> uh, um, newer Tyler or older Tyler? Because there's, there's such a dramatic... Yeah shift in style at a certain point i'd go with older tyler i i i you know what i kind of um missed the the whole odd future thing when it was popular in middle school when everyone was like yeah kill people burn shit fuck school right (laughs) but um because i just thought it was terrible and i think um i don't know it's still kind of like it's not like good quote unquote good per se but it's fun you know what i mean yeah like uh, and because I, I do like Tyler, but I don't think everything he's put out is amazing. Mm. Um, I like, I, for example, I am not honestly a huge fan of, of Goblin. I find it's kind of repetitive and there's a lot of just shock value stuff in there. Mm. Um, but I do like Wolf and I even like Cherry Bomb, even though that yeah. album's like intentionally annoying. Cherry Bomb was, yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like Cherry Bomb needed to happen so that flower boy could happen yeah well and then flower boy and then then, and then igor, igor you know which he's you know he's in this whole it's it's an interesting transition but he's kind of pulled it off he's yeah. kind of become he's kind of become more his music's more in line with what frank frank ocean's doing than i guess obviously uh, a clear departure from what he's done before yeah no i i completely agree i was kind of i was a little bit I mean, I'm, I'm happy that he won a Grammy, you know, finally. I think he mm-hmm. definitely deserved it. But, I mean, I don't, it's not really a rap album, you know what I mean? Like, they were better, they were better rap albums that could have won that year, right? Like, you know, he was talking about the whole thing with um, uh, why, why, why he, he was so put in the urban music category as mm-hmm. opposed to, like, pop or something because it was a genre-bending album. Yeah, and... and um... <laughs> The urban category doesn't really make a lot of sense anymore. Anyhow, no. you can al- almost argue because, like, in pop music, you hear so much hip-hop influence. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. What else are you guys listening to? Not dwell on this too long, but just curious. <laughs> Avery. Uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh, are you ready? No. Disney weird... soundtracks. No. Yeah. Avery no, it's true. Taste uh, in music. 
Avery has an amazing... He's, he's got an eccentric taste in music. What specifically? I like taking the best out of all of them. Beauty and the Beast. Primarily Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Beast. We got Beauty, Beauty and the Beast. Beast. We got Elton on uh, The Lion King. Oh, okay. Lion okay. King soundtrack's great. It's just an absolute classic. That's but in terms of baseline influences, Mike Todd from Coheed and Cambria. Ooh, mm. nice. Yeah. That's a band I've seen a couple times. Jealous. Yeah. I definitely want to see them again next time they swing by. I will definitely be there. Yeah. Um, cool. It's a good mix of stuff. Um, I've seen you guys live a few times, and I have to say your energy is infectious, particularly Matt's. Uh, who are some of, I guess this is more of a question for Matt, who are some of your favorite frontmen, and what type of response are you looking to get from the audience when you perform? I mean, I, I don't want to say Anthony Kiedis, but also, like, a little bit, a little bit Anthony Kiedis. He's a great frontman. Um, I... Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if that was like him or like the crazy amount of drugs he was doing at the time. It's it's debatable. I've read his book three times. I've read it um, twice. <laughs> scar tissue is great. This is a this is a PSA for all our listeners. It, it, Listen it to is. Scar Tissue, even if you're not a Chili Peppers fan. It is. Read it. Yes. It's great. He's very yeah. It's a, a lot of, a lot of TMI stuff about his sex life. But anyway, um, I think I don't know. Just like. When I saw, you know what? I saw Wu-Tang Clan live way back. Um, And I just thought like, they're kind of older guys now, but even still, it's like they bring that sort of, that kind of energy. Anderson Park, Anderson Park. When I, when, when he was here in June, that was like probably the best concert I've ever been to. Oh, you got to, you you made it to that show? It was fucking unbelievable. I was like right at the front, but not too close to the front where you couldn't see him. Because he, when he gets on the drum kit, when a performer looks like they actually want to be there, oh yeah, you can absolutely tell. And it's like somewhere, I, I want to be somewhere between like, like, crazy manic like fuck shit, uh, break things, energy and the kind of cool like, I don't say, swag, <laughs> swag, <laughs> you know, type vibe. Uh, it's funny you mentioned. You know, Anderson, that's kind of part of his persona is he's just genuinely stoked on everything. But another front man who is just so obviously happy to be there, uh, Brandon Flowers. I saw the Killers play Skookum. Oh, I was there too. Yeah, I yeah. Saw him. yeah. He's just it's one of the happiest men I've ever seen in my life. No one enjoyed that show more than he did. Oh, yeah, which is great. It's nice, you know, not that there's a lot of mopey front men, but it's like just like, it's like, yeah, I'm just so happy to Cause be yeah, here. He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> there are, yeah. There's. I, I can think of some, some droopy front men. Well, I mean, I, I like. Travis is gonna hate me because I reference this artist way too often. But like, I love Father John Misty, and part of his persona is that he isn't exactly stoked <laughs> to be doing what he's doing. Right. But, yeah, Brand Flowers, happy man. You've, uh, you guys have uh, shared bills with some of our favorite local bands, many of which we've featured on the, on the show before. What do you think makes the Vancouver music community unique and who have been some of your favorite acts to play with? I think um, uh, Vancouver kind of gets this rep for just being like um, kind of droopy, sad boy indie songs. And I think there is some of that, but it's also like that doesn't give credit to all the other amazing things that people are doing, you know what I'm saying? And I think, um, like, 
I don't know, like a group like Shway before they, I don't know, fucking fucked off to Montreal. Or like a group like Sleepy Gonzalez who does like fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Or like, Late Night Takeaway is pretty sick. Well, yep. I mean, they, they had us going for a bit, didn't they? Late Night Takeaway. Yeah. Hey, they're just they, keeping us uh, keeping us on our toes, exactly. right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. There was... There, there was a lot of a lot of tea, you know what I'm saying, that uh, we, we can't exactly go into on the air, but um, fair enough. You know, they're they're back, back in action, ready to go. February 29th at Redgate. See you there, fellas. Um, who else? David Saban. David Saban. Fuck yes. David yeah. Saban and the David Saban. <laughs> he's actually <laughs> amazing. Yeah, he's a great songwriter. He's yeah. a really good songwriter. We were very impressed. He's got like a black keys. Like he, he just played with a drummer when we saw him, him his guitar and his drummer. And he was, he, his songwriting style is really cool. Bangina. Bangina is so cool. Bangina was so fun They're just to play so with. fun to watch and to be in the audience. Like We played with him on our, on our second show. And that I think was just such a, what a band to like look up to on your second yeah. show and it, just figure out how to make the crowd. Me and Sam know them mass. because uh no the front man because our sister's best friend it, it, uh, the front man jake is our sister's best friend uh, one of our sister's best friends little brothers so we kind of it's kind of weird we shared a bill with him and it was just like he just blew our mind he's so good my i think my favorite no not my not one of on my top three has got to be necking i know like i don't know if you guys know anything about them but i saw them at redgate Oh yeah, yeah. Ago. I remember. They yeah, yeah. They played it with us at the uh, Kingfisher King Blues. Blues. Yeah, they're, they're sick. So they're real punk cool. rockers. Like so fucking. Is that yeah. the, the all growing? Yeah. yeah oh, they okay. they put yeah, out a right. really really solid record last year. They're I'm like, badass. Man, cut, cut your teeth. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the one. yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're scary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a few few names you mentioned that we should we're we'd be looking to have on the show and uh, lunchtime band. Lunchtime band. So your third EP, Pony Boy, just dropped over a week ago at this time of recording. What has the response been like so far? It's been pretty good. <laughs> I mean, That's people, good. People seem, yeah, people seem to like it. And they, uh, um... Yeah, the, 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 the response, we've only, got a, we've only received a couple of hate messages, which is good. It's nice. <laughs> Anthony Fantano had some choice things to uh, say. Well, but. you know, <laughs> uh, we don't talk about that. Well, he also trashed uh, Landmark 20's album as well, so don't feel <laughs> too, too bad about that. He also gave My Beautiful Dark twi- Twisted Fantasy a six. So. Uh, uh, he, he re-reviewed it. Uh, that, he that's true, that's true. Yeah. Said. He uh, already said it. He, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> the, the statue's up. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. And then he gave it a six again. That was that was kind of. Did he give? <laughs> did he, he give it a six? He, I guess he, he didn't finish that video. He he gave it a six again. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. Huh. Um, That's another artist that Travis kind of hates me for referencing too much on the show. For some reason, I I like to use Father John Misty and Kanye West as examples of. Who's Father John Misty? You actually um, never heard Father John no, Misty? No, me neither. Oh, um, he's a like folk rock singer songwriter guy. Um, I would recommend him if you are into that style. Um, he's got this... His lyrics are really misanthropic and sarcastic. Um, he has this one album that I really love called I Love You, Honey Bear, which is about him falling in love with his girlfriend and eventually marrying her. But it's, like, sincere, but also really, like, kind of smart-ass at the same time. Yeah. 
Uh, and there's a lot of really cool social commentary that he does because he has another album called Pure Comedy that's really bleak, like to the point where like I don't listen to it that much because it's really long. And so he's pretty really funny? Dour. Yeah, he's very funny in this like caustic, like dark comedy sort of way. Kind of like Lil Dicky. Dark, dark comedy, Lil Dicky. I like him. He's a, he's a he, uh, major influence for Black Party. I guess Lil, Lil Dicky. Uh, just, just please don't put out a, a <laughs> environmental. We're putting out <laughs> Earth Two, the sequel. Earth Two. Oh. Yeah. Yo, it's fucked. <laughs> We're all dead. Um, the EP features one of my favorite album covers of the year to date who designed the cover for you guys and how would you describe it to our listeners well because obviously this is radio so we can't share the photo right so um our uh, our buddy adam rashid did it um he's done all of our previous artwork before insanely talented guy he really outdid himself on this he really like we just kind of were like uh we took the the national What's, what was it called? The National Lampoon's, uh, like, the vacation movie cover. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never met him, but he's a pretty cool guy. I think yeah. I met him once. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> he seems pretty chill. I'd hang out with him. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. I'd, I'd hang out with him. Absolutely. He seems pretty cool. He's, he's sick. He's really um, good at drawing. Yep, yeah. yeah um, and uh, I don't know. I think it's helped to carve out that kind of weird, bright, in-your-face aesthetic that we were kind of going for. And um, it's oh, what is this guy looking at me in the window? No, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, and uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, he. I'm just like, yo, Adam, can I have this? And he's like, done. And it's immediate. He's incredibly talented. One of the, I, um, one thing I thought this might be an inside joke or something. Like one of the gals in the in on the album cover or like bird women is holding a box of. Oatmeal crunch or something? Uh, Harvest, Harvest crunch. crunch. Harvest crunch. Yes, yes. Twenty-seven. Yeah, that's based on a little parody video we did for our Instagram. We make funny videos. Yeah. We put them on our Instagram. Funny, it's it's funny, a good way funny. to get. Yeah. It's, it, um, it's a good way to kind of, I don't know, uh, get our sense of humor out there. And then we we had a Harvest Crunch box in one of our videos that we were all fighting over yeah we were all fighting it was it like developed in a, a cult following yeah yes. and like people started messaging us about that but they thought the harvest crunch was really funny for some reason it was just it was just in the studio with us like it, was it wasn't a even ours <laughs> Darren so, thought that shit was hilarious like we, we just uh, <laughs> we like just become this weird like cult thing we show up at the studio and darren's like yo boys h crunch 27 am i right he thinks it's so funny <laughs> shout he out to darren grant so producer. darren grant he, the, the producer man. he is awesome he's a great guy well it sounds to me like you guys gotta try and shoot for that general mills sponsorship is that general mills that make harvest crunch quaker quaker well quaker, quaker. daddy quaker <laughs> hell yeah uh i always thought the quaker oats guy looked like jimmy page he does. Oh my <laughs> god! That's I scary. Look like George Washington. I like. The, the, oh, um. Well, I guess that's more. That's more on the yeah. In terms of the timeline, I sure. But I like to think it's like Jimmy Page. Um, what was the uh, recording process like for this release? And you know, what made uh, Pony Boy a different animal from your first two EPs? I think um, what happened was. We just wanted to sell out really, really badly. Um, we wanted, uh, Darren reached out to us over Facebook 
and was like, yo, I like your stuff. And um, I'm a professional uh, producer. And I, you couldn't even see his face on his Facebook profile picture. So I was like, oh, this is a little bit weird. But, you know, we, we met up with him uh, over dinner or whatever. Such a chiller. Great guy. We all love him. Um, just one of the boys. He's one of the boys. That's all. Like, and um, this one was a little bit more expensive. Um, we ended up dropping out of school. To, to, we all took on uh, full-time jobs to pay for it. And um, I think the process itself, um, he kind of was gracious enough to fit us into his schedule because he was already working with like five bands at the time. So it was a lot of days of just going in and doing the shit and then a lot of days of kind of like the, the studio days were really spaced out you know what I mean and so um, it was like we you know when we weren't, weren't in the studio we were kind of just like you know it's like, like we want to go fucking get back into the shit you know what I mean mm -hmm. so so it was it was a it was a process and uh, what input did he have on the assembly of the release the the re the release itself? Oh, no, like the crafting the EP. He actually, he was the one that um, kind of narrowed it down which songs we're going to use because we have, we have a lot of songs written and he kind of just took us into uh, Soundhouse and we played all of our songs and he helped us narrow it down. We weren't even going to put Green Lipstick in the EP. Um, and that was Darren's choice to put it in and thank God we listened to him because mm -hmm. that turned out pretty good. It's tight. So, yeah. I mean, like, he helped us. He gave us a bunch of ideas for the music, too. I mean, after we've already recorded it, like, different effects and stuff. Uh, yeah. He was great. He was good. He, he definitely knows what he's doing, obviously. Um, and we didn't know anything, so it worked out. Yeah, and it certainly shows. Um, I was going to say that Pony Boy, to my ear, sounds a lot more polished than your first two EPs. Um, how would you say your songwriting has changed since that first batch of recorded material? The the songwriting or the recording? Uh, well, I mean, the recording, obviously, you're working with different people in like, yeah. better studios, I'd imagine. But like the songwriting, I imagine, has probably changed a bit as well. Um, I don't know, Mac. What do you think? I think, yeah, because our music tastes are always changing. And one thing that we've had to learn to do is... I think some bands, when they write a really good song, they kind of go back and they say, let's write another song like that. And one thing that we've learned to do really well is to not do that and try and go in the opposite direction and go, let's create something different than that. And then so we've kind mm -hmm. of created a really diverse group of songs since since we started working on this EP. And like kind of, I know for myself, I've been listening to a lot of the Kinks and a lot of the Zombies and a lot of Frankie Valley in the uh, Four Seasons. And like for, for some of our recent songs, that that's kind of been a um, a big influence. And then um, for this for our first um, album that's uh, that we're gonna start working on now, we're gonna try and go for more of a uh, a more raw sound because like we like the polished sound, but we also want to get we want to get kind of like a black keys kind of raw, but also radio friendly kind of vibe. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Like you kind of. I, I think more raw. I think um, there's also the fact that like every song on Pony Boy sounds different. It's a different thing, right? Because the the future of I think music or the way that things are kind of going, there is no 
Ignoring genres. Yeah, there is no genres. It's like genres don't exist. It's almost like we're in a post-genre yeah. yeah. Era. It's hard to narrow people down, not hard to narrow artists down. Like, I, I don't What's think... What's the country? Like, like, because we, being a... Being, <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Be, being a rock band is cool, but we don't just want to be a rock band mm-hmm. because we also want to do funk and neo-soul and punk and... Hip-hop. And hip-hop and Hippie. pop. And Yo. Not country. And... What's your favorite song on Pony Boy and why? It's a five-way tie. <laughs> oh, there you go. No, no, like I, that. <laughs> I have to say, uh, Tequila Cream surprised me once it released. I realized I actually liked it. Um, and Emperor also surprised me. Both those yeah, songs Emperor I really enjoyed. Emperor turned out really well. I really like Schoolgirls and Tequila Cream and Emperor. And I like... Yeah, that's kind of... I think... Uh, I think Emperor is probably the Emperor is probably my favorite. I think it is our best song off the EP. They're all really different, so it's hard to say which one you like the most. Yeah. They are quite different. I just think that one, for me personally, pushed me um, vocally, and it was it was challenging the recording process, and I think to even just the stylistic decisions that we made. Which are the lyrics too? I mean, those yeah. lyrics are savage. <laughs> yeah, man. Jamie says his favorite. Does, J- does Jamie want to call in? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we have enough time for Jamie yeah, to call yeah. in as well. Fuck! Oh, Jamie, get out of here. Who's Jamie? Yo, shout out Jamie he's, Fox. He's our number he's one our, groupie. He's, he's, he's a day one ride or die yep, fan. Yep. We're all, yeah. When we get famous, he's going to be the first guy in the entourage. So. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and you mentioned that you're working on your first full-length album this year as well? Yes. We're going we're gonna to try and find a producer. We're going to try and get the... Ultimate Sound. We have a really, really fine collection of songs that we want to give to the fans. It's like wine. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be be crazy. We've really developed since um, in the last... Pony Boy. uh, I'd say the last year. We started started, (laughs) started recording Pony Boy (laughs) in January last year. Oh, wow. So, like, Mm -hmm. we have evolved so much in songwriting since then. uh, And I think the album's going to surprise a lot of people. And we want to tour one day. I'd just like to say... One day. You know what? Never mind. Continue. You know what? No, no, no. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, while we were on the air, off, completely off topic, but um, we go. I, I'd like to give a shout out. No, this is not a shout out. This is a, a formal request to Andrew Willis of Andy Land Radio. <laughs> If you do not release our podcast episode, release the tapes. Andrew. Release the tapes. If you do not release the tapes within forty-eight hours, our lawyers, nothing will happen. <laughs> but I will be very upset because I think that was a good ass interview. That is all. Continue. Not as good as this one, though. No, no, this absolutely. This has been a great no. interview. You guys, a great are, you guys time. are really down to earth. You guys oh, are really thanks, cool. Thanks, man. I try my best. And you guys know a lot about the local music scene. That's really cool. Yeah, I uh, spend most of my money on shows, <laughs> and I probably still drink too much because of it, <laughs> but that's a whole other story. Uh, speaking of shows, you're playing your EP release show at Redgate on February 16th, which is your first show in a few months, if I understand everything correctly. Um, what do you have planned to make this performance particularly memorable? We're going to get banned. Um, Why well, no. you don't do that? No, I'm just do that with Redgate. Um, so, Redgate, we got three fucking unbelievable bands 
lined up for the occasion. Uh, well, I mean, and then plus us, because we're all so sick. Um, and we're <laughs> so just honest. like sharing the shit everywhere. Uh, everybody's coming back for reading break. It's going to be fucking insane. We're going to have merch. We're going to have water bottles. We're going to have obnoxiously loud music. And, and Matthew be... Perkis bath water. And, we are selling and, uh, that. We're selling my bath water. And we're just going to give people a good time. Like, uh, we're just going to put on a really high-energy show. And, and one thing that I look for when I go to shows is, like, I want to mosh in the pit. Or I, I want to, like, dance. Or I want to get the melody stuck in my head. And we want to give people all it's of that. Dangerous. It's going to be dangerous. In a good way. We want to get our songs yeah. stuck in people's heads. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm going to do my best to, to make it out. Um, hey. How can listeners check out your music and keep up with everything Black Pontiac is up to? Instagram. In, yeah, follow Instagram. us on Instagram. That's, we, we, that's the best then they can watch our funny videos. They're so funny. Funny <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm just thinking about them right now. <laughs> that's so, all Mac ever So is it like Black Pontiac music or what's, what's your handle? at Black Pontiac music. Perfect. On, on everything, Black Not Pontiac calm. music? And we're also on Black Pontiac. <laughs> Are we BlackPontiac.com or Black we're Pontiac? We're www.blackpontiac.com. Oh, wow. No, we're, no, no, not no, no. .com. .com. You actually, actually secured <laughs> BlackPontiac.com. Impressive. Yes. Wow. It's always we nice. Did, it, was, it cost $55,000. I'm in crippling debt. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> GoFundMe page for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let, let's, let's secure our website. They're going to yeah. take out Max knees. <laughs> He's, he's in bed with some powerful people. <laughs> oh, boy. We're selling $300 albums at the, uh, at the Pony Bio release show, so try and give me that my dick. $300 CDs. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, guys. This has been a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for having yeah. me on. <laughs> All right, and thanks for listening. We're your hosts, James Olson. And Travis Noel. Travis, how can... Swing the mics around. Uh, how can uh, listeners check out what we're doing, what we're up to, all that fun stuff? You can check us out on Facebook, Pacific Sound Radio, as well as our Instagram, at Pacific Sound Radio, Twitter, at Pacific S Radio, YouTube, Pacific Sound Media, as well as our website, PacificSoundRadio.com. If you know a local band or artist that you think should appear as guests on our show, let us know. Fill out the form on our website or send us an email to talkpsr at gmail.com. 